Yeah. Good evening, everybody. This is the 10-7 Live Show. This is your host, AJ Jones. Today's episode, No Justice Repeated Equals No Peace. Um, Ever since about 2008, there has been an uptick in racially motivated shootings of people of color. But this phenomenon, or should I say, uh, this this uh, this uh, this occurrence has—it's nothing new, you know. Um, unarmed people of color have been killed since 1619 when the Pilgrims got here, and uh, it is now at an all-time high. Um, 2010 was slowly starting to show a rise, but 2012 was when it came to a head and, and made news, not just nationwide, but worldwide, when a young man by the name of Trayvon Martin at age 17 was killed by the neighborhood watchman, uh, George Zimmerman. Um, and the thing that's so bad, the thing that's so not so bad, but the thing that's so sad about this whole, whole thing is the fact that, you know, George Zimmerman had followed the kid, was instructed by a dispatcher not to mess with the kid, and he went over there anyway and killed the kid. And essentially got off without. Now, he didn't even get a slap on the wrist, but he just totally got away with it. And that's just something that just doesn't go over too well with uh, people of color. Uh, It just does not go over well at all. And um, it's sad and it's hurtful. And sometimes I. Anytime an unarmed per- person of color is killed, um, it makes me feel a certain type of way. Because me personally, I was um, I was harassed by a cop on February the eleventh, two thousand and nine, and this cop felt the need to assert his authority on me. You know, and all I was doing was going home. I was literally, I was literally probably about 30, 40 yards from my apartment when Officer Williams, uh, formerly of the Edmond Police Department, pulled his gun on me. At first, my back was turned to him. And then he turned me around while I was looking down his barrel. I mean, to this day, after he checked me for weapons and ran my information from my ID, like I, 
anytime I watch the news and hear about some young or old or person of color getting killed at the hands of police, I relive that episode of my life all over again. And it's hard to just face that and, and, and just have to live with that. Anytime something happens, I relive that in my head and it is painful to say the least. It is very, 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 very painful. And no justice is being served. It, you know, it's, you know, and people say all the time, oh, get over it. It's not that serious. The main people who are saying get over it and it's not that serious. It's not happening to them because they do not live the life of a person of color. I don't have the privilege of. wiping this black off. I was born with it. I will die with it. I'm living with it now. I don't have the privilege of having a lighter shade of skin. And if I see somebody else who has something cool in their culture, I can I can actually act like them, be like them, look like them. But when something happens, oh, I'm not them. I don't have that privilege. And it's hurtful to know that the people who are carrying out these these painful deeds. That are these people are sworn to protect and serve everyone. No matter what their race is creed skin color or religion is they're they're they, they took an oath to they took an oath swore and swore and swore that they were going to protect and serve everyone but for some crazy reason not everyone is getting the same justice People of color are dying in record and alarming rates every year. Record and alarming rates. I mean, it is it's it's scary to say the least. It is scary to say the least. I'm going to give you a perfect example. Um According to data collected by the National Vital Statistics System, the database shown that there were 1,146 police killings in 2015. In 2016, there was 1,092. 1,092. And Pete now in 2015, people of color comprise 38.5% of the population. 
but 51.5% of those years lost their lives. So, of the 38% of the population between Hispanics and Blacks, of those killed, they were 51.51.5% of the total number of deaths. 51%. Native Americans, you know, Native, you know, Native Americans were in that number. I mean, it, it's, it's sad. I mean, it's sad. All right. Now, according to the society societypages.org their people um came up with a graph from 2015 2016 and 2017 now they divided the graph up into three demographics white black and hispanic and each of those demographic was divided up into three years 2015, 2016, and 2017. Now, this article was written in late 2017, early 2018. All right. So here are the statistics from this particular graph. In 2015, In 2015, between the three demographics, blacks were 14.67% of those killed in the U.S. that were unarmed by police. 14.67%. Hispanics were 11.5%. Versus 6.4% for white. Now, the numbers went down in 2016 across the board. You know, black people were killed 7.3%. Hispanics were killed at 5%. And whites were killed at 4.5, 4 4.51%. Now, 2016, the numbers were, I mean, 2017, the numbers were cut in half. Blacks were killed at 8.76%. Hispanics were killed at 6.82%. And whites were killed at 5.69%. Now, it was a significant drop. It was a significant, it was a significant drop. It was a significant drop. But blacks are still 54% more likely to be unarmed when the police kill them and compare it to whites. 54% more likely to be unarmed. Now, my question is, why are unarmed people being gunned down in the streets? 
how is an unarmed person a threat to a person that's fully loaded and locked? Now, there's another statistic. Okay, we're going to look at the we're going to look at a number, uh, a graph, cumulative number of blacks with no gun killed by police. Now, in 2015, there were 107 115 blacks that had no gun were killed. A hundred and
Yeah, this is uh, AJ Jones. We're back. Um, yeah, we're going to bring you some more crime statistics. And uh, these next crime statistics are coming from the policeviolence.org website. And I found something very, very interesting. Uh, matter of fact, I read an article by NBC News. And in the article, it said you are seven times more like a, a black man is seven times likely to get shot in Oklahoma than Georgia. Seven times now. And then even hearing that made me look up something. So I went on uh, police mapping, vi mapping police violence dot org's website. And I compared Oklahoma City, uh, Oklahoma City's police department to um, Oklahoma City's police department to uh, Atlanta PD's police department. OK, so check this out. The total population in Oklahoma City's jurisdiction is five hundred and 79,999. Atlanta's total population in jurisdiction is 420,003. Okay, let's get to the black population of Oklahoma City. The black population of Oklahoma City is 85,744. Black people killed by police department between January 1st, 2013 and December the 31st, 2017, the total number was 16. The annual police homicide rate for black people is 41.47. Now, let's look at Atlanta. Now, listen, to, now check this out. Atlanta has a smaller population than Oklahoma City. But, in, in, but the black population of Atlanta is way larger. It's 85,000 black people in Oklahoma City. In the city of Atlanta, there are 224,316 black people in Atlanta. Black people killed by police in Atlanta from January 1st, 2013 to December the 31st, 2017 was six. The annual police homicide rate of black people in Atlanta is 5.94. Was NBC News right? Man, it was scary. That the news like the I mean numbers like these are alarming. Very, very much alarming. Very, very much so. Very scary to know. Very, it's it's scary to even know 
that this is even possible the way that everything is. Um, I mean, I can't believe it. Okay, and here are some key findings. 27% of U.S. police killings between 2013 and 2017 were committed by police departments of the 100 largest cities. Black people were 39% of the people killed by these 100 police departments, despite only being 21% of the population in their jurisdictions. One in a hundred city, one, only one of the 100 largest cities police departments did not kill anyone from 2013 to 2017. And that was Irvine, California. Irvine, that Irvine is a suburb of uh, Los Angeles. Irvine, California was the only city of largest 100 U.S. cities that didn't kill anybody. Remember, these stats were taken over a four-year period. Nobody died. Listen, nobody. 48% of the unarmed people killed by the 100 largest city police departments were black. These police departments killed unarmed black people at a rate of four times higher than unarmed white people. Rates of violent crime in these cities did not make it more or less likely for police departments to kill people. For example, Buffalo and Newark, New Jersey had low rates of police violence despite having high crime rates, while Spokane, Washington, and Bakersfield, California had relatively low crime rates, but high rates of police violence. This is a scary, these, these, these statistics are very, very scary. I mean, just to say the least. I mean, this is, I mean, these are, I mean, this is scary. I mean, these these numbers are really, really scary. I mean. I mean, I mean, we could just I mean, we could go on for days. I mean, uh, OK, I'm just, uh, I'm going to look at it. OK, we're going to go through some monthly reports dating back to 2015. And um, let's, yeah, we're going to go back to 2015. So in 2015, 26 black people were killed by police in the month of October. So that means one black person was killed every 29 hours, one day in five hours. A 12% increase in police killing of black people when compared to the previous month. You're four times higher chance of being killed by police for a black person compared to a white person in that particular month. And of those 26, 23 of those black people were unarmed. 
that is scary. Like, it is scary. Like, I have to say prayers before I leave home just to make it back, just to make it home. I have to say a prayer every time I leave just so I can make it, just so I could be sure that it's in God's will for me to make it back home. Now, I can only control what I can control, but at the same time, there are people in this world who are violent and evil, and they could care less about my life or the people who I care about. These people only care about one thing. They only care about people like me not being successful, not being powerful. For some crazy reason, people fear people. That I don't know why human beings crave power so much to the point to where they would literally go to the end of the world at great lengths to make sure that a person of color has no power. That's scary. Power is such a fickle mistress. To the point to where one group in our population pretty much runs everything. They run everything and control everything. I mean every freaking thing. It is free, it is alarming. <laughs> I was uh I was I was uh, watching a video on uh, YouTube last night talking about the FBI's number one black identity extremist. This man went to jail for five months. All because he's teaching black people how to protect themselves, how to shoot. He's teaching them martial arts. This guy is also a veteran of the United States Marine Corps. You know, this man this man doesn't have a criminal record. This man didn't have a criminal record until police kicked his door in, raided his house only to pull him out and when he asked them why, there was no answer given. None. They made up some type of loophole to keep them there for five months. They were drug. They literally drugged their feet for five months, and then they had to let him go because it was pretty much deemed illegal at that point. Now I'm sorry. You could only do so much dirt for so long before people start getting sick and tired, and that's just the honest God truth about the whole situation. You can only do so much dirt. So much dirt. No justice repeated over and over again with no peace. It's hard. I'm going to be honest with you. I wouldn't, I didn't die on February the 11th, 2009. But the fact that I have to live with the traumatic experience of a police officer, somebody I know who's supposed to be protecting me and serving me pulled his gun on me because he thought I was a threat. 
I have no criminal record to this day. I'm 38 years old. But because I'm a six foot five, 250 pounds plus black man at the time living in an all white suburb and being the only black man in my apartment complex, being one of six blacks on my whole street. This happened to me. And I am just coming to the realization after denying it for several, several years, I have post-traumatic stress syndrome. P- I have PTSD from that experience. I have PTSD from this experience. An experience that, sh- an experience that should not have ever happened in the first freaking place, but at the same time, Like I said, I live in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. In Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, I am seven times more likely to be killed by police than in Atlanta. Atlanta has, goodness gracious, Atlanta probably has six to seven times the black population of Oklahoma City. Six to seven times. I'm sorry, two to three times Oklahoma City's black population. Like there are two, there's over 220,000 black people in Atlanta. There's 85,000 black people in Oklahoma City, but there are seven times more black people being killed in Oklahoma city. And there are two to three times less black people in Oklahoma city. Like that's bad math. That should not be possible. Like just a couple of weeks, just, just even a month ago, I mean, just a month ago, a man by the name of uh, what's that Bush's guy name that killed those people in uh, in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, dang it. What is that guy's name? Goodness gracious. I can't even think straight. I can't even think straight. But either way, this Bush guy tried to go into a black church. He couldn't get in, so he went to Kroger's and killed two black people. Now, it's crazy that black people have not only are we afraid of the police, but we're afraid of regular people. And then it's, it's the irony in me saving that most of the time, P, 
people are very, very quick to say, well, what about black-on-black crime? Those numbers are abnormally high. That's not true. When it comes to crime within one race or one culture, it's all about proximity. Remember, black people are only 12% tops of the pop of the United States population. Black people are only 12% at the most versus people who are white. So the number of violence. So when it comes to crime statistics, white people, crime within the white community, white on white is way higher than black on black. People keep feeding into that because of the media spin on the whole whole thing and whole demographic. It is not even acceptable. You know what I'm saying? But um, no justice is being repeated over and over and over again. And it's giving the people who are getting no justice, no peace. No justice repeated equals no peace. People can't sleep. It is hard to have a, it is hard to have a easy or laid back state of mind with all this going on. It is, is hard, period. It's hard. It is hard to watch people suffer due to their loved ones being killed. Not just by police, but just being killed, period. And then when it comes to a certain demographic of people, it's almost, listen, we're so used, this society is so used to black people being killed that I've often, like even watching the news in an airport or a bus station or a train station, like, I've literally watched white people go, oh, that's not a surprise. Or say things like that, not even knowing who's around them, not even knowing how that remark is going to affect a person. We need changes in police training and tactics. Um. I mean, the NRA is all about, it has nothing to do with gun laws. It's all about gun privilege. As long as white people have the privilege of carrying a gun, it's not going to be a problem. But one thing we did learn about Philando Castile, this man was pulled over by the police. He told the police officer he had a concealed carry license. The man told him he was reaching for his concealed carry license and this man fired into the car killing him in front of his fiance and his daughter and that officer still has a job to this day Something has to be done. And 
the black people in the black community are just so frustrated and so numb that you know they're tired of they're tired of fight some folks are tired of fighting tired of marching all we could do is just really throw our hands up and cry because i mean there's nothing else helping i mean who's coming to our aid really who who's coming to our aid nobody in o body DOJ really isn't helping. You know, they they wouldn't shut down Ferguson for a minute, retooled everything. But you got people from the old regime hanging, you know, kill, ki- killing people, you know, killing random citizens in Ferguson, hanging people's sons in their backyards, you know, tying up loose ends per se. Because they don't want certain they don't want certain things to happen or certain information to get out. So what are they doing? Killing black people, people of color, or anybody that is helping them. That's what's going on. This episode is dedicated to all those who've lost their lives at the hands of police. Amadou Diallo, Oscar Grant. Philando Castile. Mike Brown. Terrence Crutcher. Freddie Gray. Sandra Bland. Man. Man. This episode is dedicated to you. This episode is dedicated to you. Um, that's it for right now. That's it. This is it. I mean, this is it for now. This is it for now. Uh, next week, we'll be back on schedule. We'll have a show for you on Monday and one on Friday. But uh, this is an episode that just had to be done, had to get it out the way. Um, For now, this is it. 10-7 Live Show. This is it. Have a good night.